Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante Top Stories. Two policemen have died in a fatal accident in Bolikatanga. Lawmakers in Benin have voted to legalize abortion. Also, hundreds of school pupils have pleaded with Parliament for the increment of their teacher salary. This and more stories coming up after the break. Stay tuned. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. You're welcome back from the break to our first story. Cape Coast Secure Court Judge, Her Honor, Mrs. Dorinda Smith-Arthur, has angrily cautioned the general public, especially residents of Asin, to desist from having sexual intercourse with underage children. According to the prosecution officer, Chief Inspector Mr. Gilbert Ayungo, who spoke with Linda Mensa, the judge was furiously angry during the trial of a 31-year-old Kofi Ewusi who defiled a 13-year-old girl during a funeral celebration and pushed the victim out of his room around 2 a.m. to Asin Aroso. He also revealed that the judge's anger was necessitated by the circumstances surrounding that particular defilement case and also most of the defilement and rape cases she preceded over are basically from Asin. This, she has warned that her minimum sentence for defilement cases from onward will be less than 20 years. Chief Inspector Gilbert Ayongo made this known after the ruling of a defilement case at Cape Coast Circuit Court with an interview with Linda Mesa. Especially as seen my Mohana, I hear you too much. Even Judge Nokai said, Moa Mo, some trophono, Mumia Mohana Mubodu, Lunama, and do Bia Sonte, say, Aso, a hono de, Oko Fakola, when this sixteen year, and I said, the old Baninima. Been free and echo was so much ten years ago. Maximum sentence for defilement, I twenty five years. His fourth will be away free, ha, either Bia or by a defilement, I didn't ban any mono, one kind who say, twenty five years at the whole train. Say, two Bia for say. ก็ต้องฟังเรื่องนี้ก็ต้องฟังเรื่องนี้ก็ต้องฟังเรื่องนี้ก็ต้องฟังเรื่องนี้ก็ต้องฟังเรื่องนี้ก็ต้องฟัง
Still on the capacity building story, Mr. Edward Owusu Asamoa, Deputy Director in Charge of Supervision at Echiwa in Kobieja North District Education Directorate, who represented his boss, Mr. Frank Juabwatin, Echiwa in Kobieja North District Education Director, was impressed of the orientation and advised the teachers to take the orientation serious to help their career. Se <laughs> Finally, Mr. Moses Amo, District PRO of Education and some of the beneficiaries teachers of the impression of the orientation and the way forward for their career. You are still listening to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio, more local stories, and the Advanced Body Sculpt Center, known as Obinfo Hospital in Accra, has been ordered by the Criminal Court Division of the Accra High Court to halt its operations. This comes after the hospital went to court to restrain the health facilities and regulatory agency, HEFRA, from shutting it down for operating without the requisite license. The Obinfo Hospital and three other health centers were closed down by the 
HEFRA as part of its regulatory enforcement measures, but Obinfo contending that HEFRA lacked the capacity to shut down the advanced body sculpt center located at Weja Junction in Accra. The chief executive officer of Chris Pio Herbal Center at Anomanche in the Swami municipality of the Ashanti region, Dr. Mrs. Christiana Apia, has cautioned her fellow traditional herbal doctors in Ghana not to heal any gay or lesbian patient who will attend to their health centers for treatment. She said gayism and lesbian is not a good practice. We should entertain it as a nation which the Bible and Quran speaks against it. Dr. Mrs. Christiana Apia also appealed to members of power not to hesitate in their quest to pass anti-LGBTQ plus bill. She entreated Ghanaians to continue to have faith in herbal medicine since God has ushered his people to eat the fruit and use its leaves to heal diseases. Dr. Mrs. Christine Apia, CEO of Crispio Herbal Center, made this known to media during the inauguration ceremony of Crispio Herbal Center at Anomanche in the Swami municipality.
stories two policemen who are members of the anti-robbery task force operating on the wale wale bolagatanga highway have died in a fatal accident three others who were among the team are said to be in critical condition as plans are underway to airlift them to accra for further medical attention details of how the accident occurred on thursday 21st october 2021 still remain sketchy but the inspector general of police dr george akufu dampare has reached out to the families of the disease officers according to a statement issued by the Ghana Police Service. President Nanado Dankwe Kufado has today commissioned the second phase of the Accra Compost and Recycling Plant, ACARP, at Ajin Kotoku in the Gao West Municipal of the Greater Accra Region. In line with President Kufado's vision of making Accra the cleanest city, the second phase of the ACARP started in 2017 with the aim of increasing the plant capacity to bridge the existing gap of untreated solid waste within the Greater Accra Metropolitan area. Speaking at the ceremony, President Kufuado stated that the second phase of the three-phased ACA 
rp is a testimony for his fight against poor sanitation and to help achieve his agenda of making accra the cleanest city in ghana this afternoon to commission phase two of the accra compass and recycling plan executed by the just one group of companies ladies and gentlemen the disposal of solid waste management has remained a challenge, especially in the urban areas of this country, creating the numerous sanitation challenges confronting our nation. In this regard, government has taken the requisite steps to create the enabling environment and framework for the private sector to partner government in finding solutions to this Herculanean challenge. It is important also to note that as a result of the huge capital requirement to establish infrastructure for the management of solid waste, most private sector players have been reluctant to enter into this space. I'm glad and fortunate that just one group and partners have had the courage and spirit of enterprise to enter this space to partner government to assist us in addressing the sanitation situation. It is for this reason that Just One Group of Partners with support from government embarked on expanding the existing facility from 600 tons per day to 2,000 tons per day. Phase two of the plant is well equipped with modern teaching and learning facilities as well as ultra-modern laboratories for training and research into modern effective processing and recycling technology. The completion of this facility will bring immense benefits to manage effectively. Number one. Accordingly, I have the great pleasure to declare phase two of the Accra Compost and Recycling Plant duly commissioned. On his part, the executive chairman of the Just Fund Group of Companies, Dr. Joseph Sian Ejepon, disclosed that the project was made possible with the support of their partners, Lubo Recycling System of the Netherlands. According to him, the expanded ultramodern facility will add 1,400 more tons to its existing capacity of 600 tons of solid waste treatment, adding that this will further bring the total plant capacity to 2,000 tons, he said. The newly expanded plant will have other new features including sorting, composting and plastic recycling to the existing ones. The plant which started with a workforce of 150 will be adding an additional 200 more. Among the other things, the project seeks to provide the MMDAs within the catchment areas a viable and cost-effective alternative to dump sites. It will help meet growing demand for organic compost for soil enhancement. It also provides sustainable material and energy recovery solutions to high or increasing levels of recyclable in our municipal solid waste processing. The expansion is expected to generate 300 new workforce in addition to the existing 150 workforce. Your Excellency, as we officially open this plant, which is one of the biggest on the African continent, I humbly wish to express my heartfelt appreciation to you for your visionary leadership. Your, your commitment to environmental sanitation 
and your unwavering dedication to private sector development. This is a true reflection of your Ghana Beyond Aid agenda. Indeed, this Away from the local stories, we get some international stories. And Ethiopian authorities have confirmed the National Air Force shelled at the Tigray regional capital, Mekeli, on Thursday afternoon. It fought a strike on the city this week. The ongoing struggle in Ethiopia's Tigray region has killed thousands of people and displaced more than two million. The government says its latest aerial attacks targeted Tigrayan forces who are controlling the city, while the fighters in Tigray have claimed civilians were the targets. Some human rights activists in Tigray are suggesting high-rise residential buildings have been bombed, but the military says it was targeting manufacturing and armament repair site belonging to the Tigray People's Liberation Front, as well as destroying illegal caches of heavy weaponry. Tigray media has also shown footages of what appear to be child soldiers allegedly fighting on the government's side. Meanwhile, the Ethiopian government has been accusing the Tigrayan fighters of using child soldiers since they recaptured Mekeli in June. Away from that, Guinean authorities have relaxed COVID-19 measures, including ending a night curfew and suspending a requirement for power authorization to transport bodies outside the capital, Conakry. But the Janta said COVID-19 testing remains mandatory. The CNRD added that burial of bodies that tested positive for COVID-19 has to be supervised by the Red Cross. Other COVID-19 measures that will remain in force include mandatory wearing of the mask in public areas, washing hands and social distancing. Still on international stories, Benin lawmakers has voted to legalize abortion in the country, expanding on the restricted circumstances where the practice was already allowed. Women can now end their pregnancy within the first three months in cases where it could aggravate or cause material, educational, professional or moral distress incompatible with a woman or unborn child's interest. Before, abortion was only illegal, allowed to limit a situation such as rape or incense cases, but if the mother's life was threatened. It was also allowed in cases where unborn child's health will be severely affected. Health Minister Benjamin Noct-Patin lauded a new law saying it will ease the pain of many women with unwanted pregnancies who find themselves obliged to risk their lives by using unsafe abortion methods. Hundreds of school children have pleaded with Parliament in the Democratic Republic of Congo, demanding higher salaries for their teachers. The pupils waved branches and chanted, We want to study. If we don't study, we will take drugs. A similar protest was held at the town hall of the eastern town of Beni in North Kivu region, according to the UN-owned radio Okapi. Teachers have been on strike since 4th of October, the beginning of the school year, demanding a pay rise and a lower retirement age, among other issues. The government has accused the leaders of religious groups who administer most primary schools of being behind the strike. They denied this. Addressing the student, the first vice president of DR Congo's National Assembly, Mark Kabunda, urged them to go home, saying this was not their fight. We move to Nigeria and the Nigeria Railway Corporation indefinitely suspended train services on the major route linking to the capital, Abuja, to the northeastern western state of Kaduna after the 
armed gang attack a passenger train on Wednesday. Eyewitnesses say the attack is targeted the engine driver and the train tank. No casualty was reported. One of the passengers said they heard a loud bang before the rain stopped for several hours. Former Nigerian Senator Shenu Sani has tweeted that the second train on the route was forced to return to Abuja on Thursday after explosives were detonated on the railway. In a statement, the Nigeria Railway Corporation said efforts are being put in place to ensure absolute safety along the route. Away from the international story, some entertainment story, and how Ni Kachin's a cinematographer who died when actor Alec Baldwin fired a prop gun on the film set has been remembered as incredible artist. Hutchins has been working as director of photography on the set of Rust. American cinematographer Magazine had named her one of its rising stars in 2019, and she previously worked on 2020 independent superhero films in Archimene. A final entertainment story and a woman has died and a man has been injured after actor Alec Baldwin fired a prop gun on a New Mexico film set for the 19th century Western Rust. Haina Hutchins, 42, was shot while working on a set as director of photography. She was flown to hospital by helicopter but died after her injuries. The man, 48-year-old director Joel Sousa, was taken from the scene at Bonanza Creek Ranch by a Police says they were investigating and that no charges had been filed. This is where I end the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to it. You can get more news update on our website www.ghanatalksradio.com. Have a good afternoon. Stay, stay tuned for the sport tidbit. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. We are GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. It's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. This is the Sported Bits, and you're warmly welcome to it. So in today's stories, Jordan Klopp, our very own, has rejected Paul's shoulders for rubbing his arms together while watching Manchester United and Atlanta match. He's saying that he wasn't doing that. And also, Inter Milan CEO claims that Romelu Lukaku only joins Chelsea for money. I know everybody joins the team for money, but he is emphasizing on it. So there might be something hidden there. The potential absence of Bruno Fernandes will be a blow for Manchester United following his limp injury. And, you know, exciting stories as well. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back after the break. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. It's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium. What a stadium. You're welcome back from the break. So you know that the football fixture list uh, aligned perfectly this Sunday to offer six blockbuster clashes across five of Europe's top leagues. But six 
Blockbusters games are scheduled within six hours of each other, kicking off with West Ham hosting London's neighbor Tottenham in front of Sky Cameras at 2 p.m. Just 75 minutes later, the El Clasico time in Spain, when La Liga runners up Real Madrid travel to, you know, the Barcelona before the Eredivisie showdown between heavyweight Ajax and PSV in the Netherlands. It is a clash of titans at 4.30 p.m. when Liverpool play Manchester United at Anfield live on, you know, your screens before reigning champions Inter Milan also host Juventus in Serie R. Paris Saint-Germain traveled to, you know, Marcel in League One about 7.45 p.m. kicks off. So let's see how it's going to turn up. Away from that, patience is a virtue in life almost at all time. But there are times when it has no place. And Real Madrid are example of that. So Real Madrid's history is full of examples of players with huge talent who just couldn't deliver immediately. I don't know what they were doing. They were waiting for though. But watching public in the capital are unforgiving the crowd as they come so three players who have had to battle against the impatience at real madrid since they signed for the club are i'm talking of vinicius jr rodigo's goal and also edda molitao so the three performed to a very high level last time out and all three are still a long way from their peak year so let's see if they'll be able to bounce back from that theory henry announced Dennis Backham is the best player he have ever shared a pitch with while providing Champions League coverage. Yes. So the program's presenter, Kate Abdul, put the Arsenal legend on the spot asking who is the best player who played alongside. To hear he, he responded that Dennis Beckham uh, Abdul questioned to the Frenchman picking not Lionel Messi. They were surprised he didn't pick Lionel Messi, but he's picking Dennis out of that. Away from that... Romelu Lukaku, yes, I told you about he joining Chelsea for just the money. Milan, Enter Milan CEO Beppe Morota has claimed that Romelu Lukaku only joined Chelsea for money. So Lukaku fired Inter to a fair Serie R title in Lavinia with 24 goals last season, but he left the club for Chelsea in August for a club record of 97.5 million euro according to reports lukaku is chelsea's top earn by a mile so you know he earns a lot and uh, that's what uh the inter milan is trying to say that earning 450 000 euro per week including bonuses uh drafting the club's next highest earner i'm talking of ingolo kante who is on 290 000 euros per week so it's a huge increase on the money lukaku was on at san siro where he pocketed 142 000 euro weekly and inter milan chief morota has no doubt that the huge increase was the reason lukaku left the italian champions to return to stamford bridge he said, Lukaku left to double his salary in Italy. These fixtures can't exist. That's what he's saying. But I think it's no bad deal because, you know, everybody's chasing the money. So if you're going to get a lot of money, you move to the place. But the chief is not actually excited about that. But Sunday's Classico Acampnuo represents another chance for Real Madrid manager Carlo Ancelotti to break his bad run at Barcelona's 100,000-seater stadium. The veteran Italian coach who has won 17 trophies in management, including three Champions League, has never let Camp Nou with a win despite spells 
rivals were Juventus, Milan, Chelsea, PSG, Real Madrid, and Bayern. I think it's not a good season for him. But as a lot, he has been to Barcelona with three of these, you know, teams, Milan, PSG, and Real Madrid. And his balance, uh, his three defense and two draws, no wins, about four goals for seven again. So that's what happened. So the first time he coached at the Campino was in 2004 as Milan boards. And there was his first defeat to goes to one in the Champions League with goals from Samuel Atos and Ronald Hino. Yes, Andrea Shevchenko also netted for the Serie A side as well. Manchester United have been left sweating over the fitness of Bruno Fernandes as they prepare to face Liverpool at Old Trafford on Sunday. See to what is going to happen. Hmm. So according to the Sun, uh, Portugal star Fernandes was limping heavily after turning up for a warm-down session following the United 3 goes to 2 comeback victory against Atlanta in the Champions League on Wednesday night. Yes, we talked about that one yesterday, but it will be a huge blow for United if uh, the 27 was out of Sunday's clash against Georgian clubs. Men. But United are winless in their three, uh, last three Premier League matches and the narrow triumph over Atlanta has done little to cool the intensifying scrutiny over Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and his position as United manager. So I hope that uh, Fernandez will be strong to join the squad for Sunday's match. Georgian club has dismissed claims from Paul Scholes that he was rubbing his hands together while watching Manchester United three goes to two comeback win over Atlanta in the week. So Scholars delivered a fearful assessment of Oluegan on social side after they fought back from two goals to nil down to beat the Serie A outfit in the Champions League with informed Liverpool due to the visit uh, they had on Ultra Ford on Sunday. But Georgian Club has emphasized again his opinion that Manchester United received an exceptional amount of penalties last season. Yes, United boss accuses Klopp last month of having an influence on the Red Devils receiving sport kicks this season after missing out twice at West Ham. However, they boss, I'm talking of Klopp, at his pre-match press conference ahead of Sunday's uh, showdown at Old Trafford insists more than... That United 11 sport kicks last season were a large amount while playing down the league between two managers on the situation. But after his comment about their rival's record for getting sport kicks, Old Trafford counterpart has now returned fire. Manchester United manager Ole Gunnar has hinted comments from Georgian Club are the reason why his sides are being awarded fewer penalties back in September 24th of 2021. So the other one is saying that they were awarded, you know, sport kicks. And this one is saying is because of the other team. That's why they didn't have uh, a lot of penalties. But club suggested that United receives this appropriate number of sport kicks in comparison to his Liverpool team, where Sokshio feel is the reason for that. Away from that, Jorginho has claimed he knew Bukayo Saka will miss his decisive fifth penalty in Euro 2020. Why is he bringing a story from Euro 2020 right now? So he's saying that the final shootout with Italy, as soon as he saw the teenager was taking it, he thought that, no, 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 he will miss it. So the Chelsea midfielder has just had his own penalty saved by Jordan Pickford, handling England a chance to salvage their hopes of winning the tournament at Wembley. But as for Jorginho, saw that 
19-year-old making the walk to the penalty spot for England. He knew Italy goalkeeper uh, Donnarumma was going to save it. But to his surprise, mm -mm -mm -mm, it didn't happen like that. It was actually the vice versa of the story. Manchester United legend Patrice Evra has opened up for the first time on his harrowing experience of being sexually abused by his teacher at the age of 13. I thought only girls and women are abused. I never thought men does. So the French man has stayed silent on the topic for his entire life. But while in the process of writing his autobiography, decided to speak out in a bit to help others who have been through the same torment speak. So Ever speaks openly about the distressing situation which occurred while he was living with the teacher who had used his position of trust to offer him a spare room to help him cut down on long commune to and from school so you know nothing is free in the world you have to pay in any kind of way you can have it so today arsenal and aston villa are meeting tonight at 7 p.m so look forward to that match is gonna be murder i know the team that's gonna win but i'm not gonna tell you that still on soccer if you just join us, you're listening to the Sport Tidbits on Ghana Talks Radio. So, Arsenal boss Mikel Ateta says managers are being put off taking jobs because of the sort of abuse suffered by our very own Steve Bruce at Newcastle. But Bruce left the club on Wednesday. Yeah, I told you that about that. And they are saying that it was, you know, a consensual agreement to leave. But Bruce's final game at Castle, three goals to two defeat by Tottenham on Sunday, was his thousandth as a manager but the 60 year old says that could be his last job and definitely he's out of the field of newcastle ayan baraklov will continue as a northern ireland manager beyond 2022 world cup qualifying campaign after the irish football association agreed to extend his contract others are leaving and others are also extending their contract so negotiations regarding the length of the extension are still ongoing and he took the role of the 18-month contract back in june 2020 following the departure of michael o'neill so that deal was set to expire upon the conclusion of the current qualifying campaign so let's see if you won't be sacked too after the extension so two main two main men i'm calling them main man because they are the center of what i'm about to talk about so two men remain in custody after appearing in court over an attack on a manchester city fan yes that is what east flanders public prosecutor is saying so the incident occurred in belgium after city beat club bruges in the champions league group games on tuesday so the belgium-based city fan was returning home when he was attacking drunken after he challenged someone who had taken his scarf how will you bring you know the the, the whole uh football issue from the pitch to the house who does that so the supporter is still in coma yes that's the delicate part of it and his condition is described as stable we, we thank god that he's gonna be good so five men four in their 20s and one in his 40s were arrested over the incident and appeared in court on friday Three of the suspects has been released under strict condition, which include a ban on attending football matches. I'm so proud of this decision. It's the best ever. I think they can do that to discriminate in racism as well. So 
They will be banned from attending football matches and a ban on being in or near supporters' cafes. You see, it's not just not being on the pitch, being near supporters' cafes. They are doomed. Away from that, Paul Pogba has got in on the act. I'm talking of helping to design a 100% vegan, gender-neutral football boot. So the Manchester United and France midfielder collaborated with fashion designer Stella McCartney to create the Adidas Predator Freak, which also features cycloid materials. So Pogba says the idea stemmed from a discussion he had with McCartney during lockdown in May 2020. You know the powerful thing lockdown can do. So veganism is on the rise in football right now with the likes of Roma defender Chris Smalling among players who favor a plant-based lifestyle. So League 2 side uh, Forest Green Rovers are also completely vegan football club, which Chelsea became the first Premier League club to introduce a fully vegan food kiosk for fans in 2020. So Paul Pogba have joined the train for the vegan booting. So England... We are still in soccer, but this time around, we are talking about female soccer. At England, manager Serena Wageman says she's not yet ready to choose a permanent Lionesses captain. So, Arsenal defender Leah Williamson captained the side in last month's World Cup qualifier against Luxembourg and North Macedonia. But she will leave the side in the next two qualifiers against Northern Ireland on Saturday and in Laftia uh, as as, as well as on Tuesday too. So when he was asked about this particular thing, he really think that it's not easy to deal with it. But Williamson wore the armband for the first time in the absence of the injured Steve Houghton, who has captained the Lionesses since 2014. So she's taking up the new role right now. This part is my favorite story in a day. Yes, we are talking rugby now in South Africa's Rugby World Cup winning captain Sia Kolesi is one of the most recognizable athletes in the world today. He had an interview with BBC and I was so touched about it. I wanted to share this great story with you. So what might have been less familiar to his billions of fans is what he went through to reach the pinnacle of his sport and how he continued to be fighting battles to his day. So the Springbok first black captain was brought up in a township in Zwede, Port Elizabeth, where he experienced hunger and violence as a child. So whatever you're going through, don't ever give up because the celebrities, the people, the sportsmen that you love so much, they didn't take it easy. They never had it easy in life, but they strive forward to venture and be strong in getting to where they are today. So after being given a scholarship to a wide school, he developed his rugby skills on the pitch and opportunities open up for him. So I don't want to talk much about it, but he was in an interview. Uh, he spoke to BBC sports editor Dan Ron for the Sports Desk podcast, explaining that he wants to be known for much more than this sporting uh, achievement. So in the wide-ranging interview, he revealed the horrible social media abuse he and his white wife has experienced his admiration for activism of absolutely amazing human being. Uh, Louis Hamilton saying the stuff he does off the track is what he loves the most. He also talked about his battle with alcohol, uh, how he was touched by Naomi Osaka's honesty around mental health. So let's listen to him about it and I'll be back and we'll talk more about what he actually talked about let's listen to his interview so you're really South African, you know, and a lot of them will never be able to tell 
the, the stories and I believe that I had to tell one, not just for me, I think for my community. Yes, I want to look after my immediate family, but what am I doing for the next kid who's living in the same environment as I did? How can I make his life better? How can I make sure his, his tomorrow is much better than mine looks, you know? For, for those who are yet to realize, see, uh, how, just how, just summarize, how difficult was your childhood? When it came to poverty and the kind of talks radio. It went past, you know, when you, it's actually painful in your stomach. It falls out my intestine. I would feel them twisting in the middle of the night when I would scream to my grandmother and she'll get me straight in the water. And that would settle everything down. I, I was living in survival mode when I was young. But now I'm trying to teach the people to live in, in a mentality that they can be whatever they want to be, even though the situation around them is hopeless. Some look at me as this guy with no mistakes because you, you on social media you don't post all the, all the struggles that you have, you know. And uh, and we only show the good times, you know. Yeah. Me and my wife only show the good times. We call it the highlights reel. I wanted to let you know it's okay for you to go and get help when you need help. Like I, I go and get help with this stuff. I've got good people around me who keep me accountable. And rather than being killing Go help yourself before it gets too late because there's a lot of people that they realize it's too late for them to, to, to get help and I want to talk about that. I want people to know that I'm a sinner who's just trying to be better and better each and every single day, you know. We are trained to not show pain in the sport that I play in. We are trained when you get hurt, you must just get up and keep on moving forward and sometimes you take that little even when you're not okay personally, emotionally. That you can't do live with that love. And, and I'm trying to find a way where I can be able to move on in front of my kids. I can cry in front of my kids and in my culture as well. Men don't cry and all that kind of stuff. That's absolutely rubbish. Like right next to me while I'm sleeping, I wake up hearing the screams of my mom or my aunt or walking to school, seeing someone getting beaten in the, the middle of the screen and no one doing anything about it, you know, because people are like, it's none of their business, you know. And you see it so much that you, you become, you think it's normal, you know. And you go to school, they don't teach you about that. Because if you're not going to get it at home, you need to get that education somehow that what you see is not right. Even though you see it every day, it's not the right way to, to treat another person. And men don't speak about it, but men are the problem. Men are not protesting this. Men are not asking the government to, to, to change this. There are men that do, but it's always women. I couldn't make it different for my mom, I couldn't make it different for my aunt and the people in my grandma, but now I have a voice and my wife has been so strong and telling the story. story. It's not no just my one. story, it's actually my parents' story and my aunt's story. But I want to be one of the people that are making change because I want change. I want to encourage men to speak up. Through in the book, just how crucial the support of your wife Rachel's been, see her. And of course, she's from South Africa's white community. So your marriage, I suppose, is seen as, like, for many, as a symbol of a modern country. Um, has it helped break down barriers? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it has, but we've had a lot of support, but we also had a lot of hate um, at the beginning of our relationship. Ghana um, comes through. But you know, but no the one is that our family support us. Our family support. You know, like, the way I was raised, my grandmother always told me. Whoever you love, I'm going to bring you love, and it doesn't matter. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. And I'm, I'm hoping that when we didn't fall in, when we fell in love, we didn't 
have planned, we didn't think about what it's going to do, so we don't think like that, but we hope it does encourage you to know that you can be in love with whoever you want. Yeah, people call you all, all kind of things, and uh, sometimes I wonder if they think Ghana we Talks like, Radio. We, we don't have feelings, this stuff doesn't matter to us, because you, every now and then you read it, it makes me not read it, so I don't even read the good parts, which is which sad, you know, because there's always that one person who will say something, and they go far beyond, and there's some stuff you can't handle. We're just doing our best, and, and who choose them when they do a horrible job at their work? No one gets to say that kind of stuff to them, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I feel for people, and I, I felt it, especially when it was me and my wife, they hated because she, she's wasting such a good gene for marrying me, me, and that stuff hurts, and she, she, she took it very hard, because I tried it, no? but there were times where I had to share, you know. To what extent do you think South Africa has become a more inclusive, unified nation since your World Cup victory two years ago? <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you that. I don't know if it's unified people, uh, but I've seen it made people happy. Sometimes we're not united to score, you know, just like a rugby game. And sometimes that's one of the things that you can't confuse that with actually being united in everything. So um, we, we thrive in everything. Don't and talk we are always one. We work together. Because, uh, I've always believed in that. And when we have the backing of the whole country, people sitting together, we always did our best. So hopefully that's the ultimate goal to get the, the, the being united. Did you have any black sporting role models as a child growing up in the in the township where you were born? Springboks, um, um, assistant coach was idealistic. We used to watch him, he was amazing. He we, he was one of our heroes and he became to become the this the Blitzbok captain and he won the national you know the, the championship and then Solid Team League of the late Solid Team League so and then, yeah, those, it, 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 it was them when I was young, the people that were around me. And then now there's so many, like the, the, the LeBron James, the, the Lewis Hamilton, you know, who I've got to meet. Absolutely amazing human being. And the stuff that he does off the track is what I love the most. How they stand up and speak up, you know, and, and that for me is the ultimate thing. It's, it's, yes, it's great and all to win all the trophies, but the impact is the love that you touch, the moment you use your voice. That will always remain there forever because someone else will always break your records. You know, the records are there to be broken. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. The thing is this when you stop playing, then you're going to face, you're going to have to face all this stuff yeah. that people are facing, you know. And you have the platform to use your voice. And the thing is this you don't have to speak about everything. You, gotta, you can speak about something that matters to you. It doesn't have to matter to anybody else. At the end of the day, I believe there's a soldier for each fight, you know? And we all are battling to make sure that this world is a better place. And we're fighting for a lot of people that can't fight for themselves. Because we have the voice. Oh, they just one. don't have the voice. And the thing is this, and if I'm fighting for this, you're fighting for this. We're not fighting against each other. And some of the stuff that we can say, politicians want to listen to Listen to us, you know? And, and I don't want my kids to battle with what I battle with or other kids to battle with what I battle with. That's why I fight for what I fight. But at the end of the day, when life stops, you are still a human being, even though you're playing. That's Donald what Trump's radio, number one. You, you spoke out in support, Sierra, of the Black Lives Matter movement. Did you face any opposition in South Africa to your stance on that? Uh, because, yeah, people were, were, were just... They, 
some people just don't understand. Like they don't like like the movements. But my thing is, all I was saying that I told my story. I was sharing it from my point of view, saying that I met him. I just shared my story there and just to make people understand. Just like I did in the book, uh, grew up. So that was South Africa's Rugby World Cup winning captain Sia Kolisi uh, with his interview with BBC talking about the impact of his World Cup victory as well as his poverty, you know, life before he became uh, a very well-known permanent person in the history of sports. He also talked about racism. That was the part that hit me so hard. The fact that he was saying that he don't understand why people who discriminate people don't think about how they feel or whether they think they have no feelings. Thank you so much for listening to the Sport Tidbits on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the Trendy Hits Countdown on Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. We are GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Anybody, we know the car.
Yes, you're welcome to the Entertainment Hub right here on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. You know, anything that happens in life, definitely, that's what the Bible is saying, that it shall come to pass. It's not actually past, but it is past. And I'm talking of the sex, sexual tape of Tiwa Savage. Yes, it is passing. So, today... Our very own Tiwa Savage has finally made an appearance on social media after her intimate tip leak online. You get what I'm saying? So the mother of one appeared to stay offline for a few days and she's now back. And I think it's back for life. Yes, with a word of advice. So she shared a lovely photo of herself and spoke on charging the scandal to her game and never speaking of it again. So one of the toppers, the finest, really, I'm talking of Tiwa Savage, broke silence and made appearance on social media after she was embroiled in a scandal. However, Tiwa seems to be unperturbed about the news and has now shown her face once again on social media. And this is exactly what she posted. She said, take it as a game and charge that H-I-T that's what she's saying you should forget about it treat it like it's a game and just forget about it i really support her on that so adele is in the news today and she hilariously shared that her son angelo did not like her hit song sky four when she recorded it during her pregnancy with him so speaking on vogue my favorite show 73 question with adele she said that it was quite unstable for her though but she was heavily pregnant when she recorded the 2012 james bond theme song this is exactly what she said i was heavily pregnant when i did the vocals for skyfall and it is the only song i recorded when i was pregnant with him she said while adding that her voice was a lot lower when she sang and made her pregnancy she also said that she would sing the high notes but her son was kicking in the stomach. So that's what she is trying to say that Angela wasn't in love with Skyfall. So he was trying to prevent the mother from singing the Skyfall song. You get what I'm saying? And away from that in the news today, you get what I'm saying? It's exciting because entertainment stories are trippy in quite amazing. Tiwa Savage is there. Squid Game is also in the news and it's just fantastic. So a real life Squid Game experience. I just want to repeat this news today for you. It's coming to the UK. What's up, UK? So the South Korean survival drama is Netflix's biggest ever show and has had audience gripped around the world. So to massively simplify it, the program basically sees loads of poor and, you know, downtrodden people in it. I want you, if you still not been able to watch it, check it out and watch it because everybody's talking about it i'm talking about it all the time because it is massive so it's coming to the uk uk look forward to the squid game in your country so tiwa savage made an appearance on social media today what i'm about to tell you is not just a social media appearance she visited sojimoto construction company yes two days after her leaked sex tape went viral on social media but her Instagram story, she declared that while buying bags can be cute, the feeling of buying real estate especially is another level. So, you know, you might never know. You might see her new home soon. So, huh, there is a news here. I'm really, 
saddened about it because our very own, I'm talking of the one done singer, Shatawale. I still not home yet. And the fans, we are, we are so sad about it. We don't know what to do. We can, we, we, we feel like we can just sing one done. Yeah, for him to come back. But it never happens like that. So, and battle dance all superstar Shatawale. It's among public figures who had been lined up as bearers of Queen's Baton in Ghana. Do you know the Queen I'm talking about? I'm talking about the evergreen Queen Elizabeth. So the Queen's Baton Relay, which is a major event that heralds the Commonwealth Games, is underway within 20 no, did I say 20? I think I'm turning it. 72. Yes, yeah, 72 nations expected to host the baton. So the baton I'm talking about. It's expected to arrive in Ghana on Monday, 25th of October, 2021. I can't wait to see this one. And the Ghana Olympic Committee, which is act as the Commonwealth Games Association of Ghana Committee, has lined up a number of activities to mark their symbolic event. So at the press conference yesterday, the president of the Ghana Olympic Committee, Benunu Mensah, disclosed that the baton will be paraded through some principal streets of Accra, Tama, and Kumasi. So look forward to these places and join in. I'm definitely going to be part of whatever happens on the 25th of October. So the choice of location and person, uh, persons to fly the baton according to the Ghana Olympic Committee is to highlight the rich culture adversity of the Commonwealth game. So in Accra, our very own, our favorite, I'm talking about the president, Nanado Dankwa Kufwajo, will be the first person to lift the torch at the presidency, after which a number of political, entertainment, and sports figures will take their turn. Youth and Sports Minister Mustafa Yusuf will be a few of it just as Ghana Olympic medalist Samo Techi, the one who got bronze from the Tokyo, yes, Tokyo 2020. Musician Shatawale. This is where the news hits me. Shatawale was part of the musicians to be rapping to partake in this event. But where is Shatawale now? Like... Oh my goodness. Oh God, do something before Monday. So Shatawale is part of the musicians. Stoneboy is part of the musician. Kofikinata and a lot more artists. But Shatawale is not here. He is in custody. We don't know what's going to happen before Monday. But we believe that he appears before the baton ceremony begins on October 25th. I'm talking of Monday. Just Monday. Away from that, we go straight to India, and India's anti-drugs agency is questioning Bollywood actress Ananya Pandey just weeks after it arrested superstar Sharu Khan's son for allegedly doing recreational drugs. So the Narcotics Control Bureau, NCB, has now said that her questioning is directly linked with Iron Khan's arrest. Were they doing drugs together? I don't know. So it has also not been made clear why Pende has been called to its office in Mumbai for the second day in a row. But Ayan Khan has denied the allegations against him. We hope that he returns home soon because his father, Sharu Khan, will be in a bad shape. So straight from there, from we go straight to a band. And indie band Doves have said they have gutted to have canceled their forthcoming tour date due to concerns around Frontman Jimmy Goodwin's mental health. The last time I checked, it was Naomi Osaka's mental health 
today is Jimmy Goldwyn. So in the statement posted on the band's Twitter account today, Goldwyn said, the decision to cancel the live dates was not something I have taken lightly. I have not taken it lightly as well because I was looking forward to it. So the Greater Manchester group known for songs like The Goals, The Fear and Pounding have enjoyed three number one albums, you know, including last year's The Universal One. So the show has been canceled. It hurts me, but we still move. So, Piers Morgan has announced he is to stop hosting ITV show live stories. Yes, in a tweet uh, yesterday, the presenter revealed that his former Good Morning Britain colleague, Kate Garraway, would take over the program. So, the news comes seven months after Morgan left GMB after controversially criticizing the Duchess of Sussex. But today... He's stepping down for good. So Live Stories was his last remaining ITV project. He will now move to host a new global TV show for Rupert Murdoch own News Corp and Fox News Media. So you can still join him there as well. So renowned Dutch conductor Bernard Hattink has died at his home in London, aged 92. So he led the world's top orchestra in London, Amsterdam, Chicago, and Dresden in a career spanning 65 years. So he was born in Amsterdam, 1929. Hating won many awards and was a major figure in the UK's classical music scene. Even in his final month at the podium, his performances with the London Symphony Orchestra was described as ravishing. He made more than 450 recordings and saw his job as to embrace the orchestra without suffocating them. We hope his souls finds a turn rest. Yes. A woman. Today, the stories are quite sad. A woman has died and a man has been injured after actor Alec bowed. Oh, Lord. I'm saddened about this one because they were giving their all to create a movie for us to watch and this tragedy happened. So actor Alec Baldwin fired a prop gun on a New Mexico film set for the 19th century Western Russ. So Hannah Kachin's 42 was shot while working on the set as director of photography. She was flown to hospital by helicopter but died on her injuries. I'm so I'm I'm so I'm feeling emotional like because you know movies and music are my world so when bad things happen that it makes me feel bad too. So the man 48 uh, year old director Joel Souza was taken from the scene at the Bonanza Greek Ranchi by um ambulance so police said they are investigating and that no charges has been filed yet so you know a spokesman for mr baldwin best known for his role as jack and note hey on the nbc sitcom 30 rock for his portrayal of donald trump on sketch show saturday night live said the incident had involved the misfiring of a prop gun with blanks you can imagine how devastating he will be because it wasn't intentional for this to happen and you know it has happened already it is what it is so how now 
Hutchins, the cinematographer who died when actor uh, fired the prop gun on film set, has been remembered as an incredible artist. So she has been working as director of photography on set of Rust. American cinematographer Magson has named her one of its rising stars in 2019. And she previously worked uh, on 2020 independent superhero film uh, Atomini. I'm so, so uh, saddened by this particular news, but we hope her soul finds eternal rest. Straight away from the sad stories, we come straight to Squid Game and fans of Netflix series Squid Game are getting the chance to play their own version. I'm definitely going to play that version some because I'm here too. So to help raise money for children's gift at Christmas. The children are going to see Santa Claus this Christmas. You get what I'm saying? So the South Korean drama sees 456 people competing in a series of games with vital consequences uh, for the loser. So if you are a fan of Squid Game as I am, get ready for the chance to play your own version of Squid Game. Still in Asia, but away from South Korea, celebrated Chinese pianist Lee Yundi has been detained for soliciting a prostitute. The state media has set this one. Prostitute? I'm surprised about it. So the 39-year-old and sex worker 29 have confessed to the illegal activity Beijing police said in an online post, so they were caught after authorities uh, received tape off from the public. While the police did not publish his full name in the notice, state media outlets later confirmed uh, to be the Lee Yundi. So the news has shocked many fans of the man known as uh, China's piano prince. You know, he's a prince. Check him out on, on, on a website. Check him out on a social media. You can see how charming he is as a prince. But no... He's no more prince because he's involved with a delicate issue. So, just as 18, Lee became the youngest pianist and the first Chinese person to win first prize at the prestigious international chopping piano competition in 2000. He has also gone on to perform all around uh, the world and as a household name is the Chinese speaking world. So, that's how it is. And this is not a good story for him, but what can we say? So, loose woman's Yundi love has been ruled out of Saturday Streetly Come Dancing after testing positive for COVID-19. So, the presenter is a second contestant to come down with the virus in this series after Tom Fletcher caught it a day after the first live show. So, Yundi uh, and dance partner Graziano Di Prima has been in the dance uh, for the past two weeks, but have been saved by the judges both times and now that they want to go on to improve upon themselves to you know reach for higher heights COVID-19 caught her that's all bad so the pair will return next week all being well that's what the show spokesperson is saying we hope that you know she will definitely return that so this what Judy Love uh, posted on uh, Instagram. He said, Hey, my lovelies, it's with great disappointment that I will not be performing this week, you know, due to test and positive with COVID-19. Hoping to make a speedy recovery and dance for you next week. Stay safe and thank you all for your well wishes. Of course, we hope you feel better soon and come dance with us later on next week. So, our very own presenter, I'm talking of Ifia Pokura, Ghanaian presenter known as Vim Lady, has taken a 
dig at Shatawale and his colleagues for engaging in needless feuds and publicity stunts while the Nigerian counterparts are thriving. Gosh, this is so harsh. So in a Facebook post, Vim Lady stated that Ghanaian's entertainment industry can employ a million people if taken seriously. So that's what the presenter is saying, that if Ghana's entertainment industry uh, can employ a million people if uh, they take it seriously, it would have helped. So according to her, Ghana's industry is filled with jokers who focus on unnecessary beef and stories rather than pushing themselves globally. She cited an example using Whiskey, Tiwa Savage, the Evergreen, as well as other Nigerian musicians. So she's saying that they should stop the joking and just be serious and be great as their, you know, counterpart Nigerian musicians. So yesterday... We are talking about Shatawale. Three days ago, we were talking about Shatawale. Today, a Ghanaian musician has been arrested too. What is going on here? I don't get it. What are they doing? So, Ghanaian rapper Samuel Edufrimpo, I'm talking of medical AMG business, has been arrested for brandishing a gun in a video on social media. The last time it started with uh, Reverend Owusu Bimpa and his boys with this brandishing gun in video. Later, they said that Shatawale was short and we were, all, we were all sad. We were trying to figure out what is going on with our celebrity. We got to know later it's not true. Today, medical has been arrested too. So he was brought to the station by police and is currently in police custody. Yes, medical was with his wife, Evergreen Fellow McAfee, at the Accra Regional Police Command Charge Office. So one of the lawyers who represented Shata while I'm talking of Jerry Avenogo was cited at the police command, but it remains unclear if he's going to represent medical in this case. I think this particular lawyer is representing celebrities who fucked up. I don't understand. But this comes a few hours after Shatawale and four people were remanded into police custody following an alleged gun attack that turned out to be a hoax. So they are remanded by the Ukraine Security Court. I told you yesterday about that, and it's a serious matter. But Fela McAfee, I'm talking about the wife of Medical, could not hold back her tears when the trial of her rapper husband, uh, Medical, commenced at the Accra Circuit Court. So the actress broke down through the sessions when Medical stood in the box and was interrogated about his decision to brandish a gun on social media. So she's really affected by this one. I'm, I'm, I'm sad about it. I'm sad about it. But we don't want to be sad because today is Friday. And we are going to the weekend to have fun, to feel life, to get excited. So let's get some music. And when we come back, we continue the entertainment hub.
right here on entertainment hub but i just don't want to waste your time today i want you to feel good within the weekend enjoy be happy about life and you know make yourself feel good thank you so much for tuning me into the entertainment hub right here on ghana talks radio my name is sandra i'm out for good enjoy your weekend this is ghana talks radio the best station rock in the nation I'm all alive. If the point got to my head, say make a deny. I go tell them say lie, lie. Don't be like I got to spend all of my money on you. Spend a couple, couple million on you. Give you love and fear, say don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Special type of feeling that I feel when I'm with you. Oh, the mommy, anytime where I deal with you. I want your heart and soul and your own body. I'm beginning to begin to fall in love I'm beginning to begin to fall in love I'm beginning to begin to fall in love This love love is ordinary thing It's supposed to be one night thing This is Ghana Talks Radio The best station rock in the nation